When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am L.J. Brandon, say it with me now. LaFiora. Alongside me, I'm a lot, got Brandon Karam, and I cannot talk now because I just got really thrown off by changing the intro just slightly. We are a belly of sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? L.J., doing good. Uh, happy memorial day i hope everybody had a great memorial day weekend um we're back at it though we've got our power rankings uh now seven full weeks into the season um just nuts but let's get right into it um lj as always we start with number 30 through number 26 and we have a bit of a shake up at the bottom Yes, um, this is a historic day in the history of these power rankings. As if I'm correct, Brandon, this is the first time in seven weeks now that we have been split at the bottom of the standings. Yes, we have a different number 30. Um, Would you like to tell us who you have as I still have the Cincinnati Reds at, at number 30? Yeah, you know what? I went with the Kansas City Royals. Brandon, this is bad. This is really, really bad. And, you know, I was kind of walking into this. Like, I I knew things weren't going well. Things were not good in the Kansas of the cities. But, like, I figured it couldn't be Reds bad. Brandon, they have the same record 
as the Reds right now with a worse run differential thanks to that blowout against Chicago that since he was able to pull off last week. Altogether, again, you kind of have to pair 29 and 30 for this discussion because, of course, the Reds are my 29. Five and five week, that might be the best they've had all year. And, yeah, it is definitely a of game. And I have to reward that, you know. I wasn't able to justify putting them any higher than 29, which with a five and five week, which really says something with some of the other teams that are above them, but they did outplay the Royals over this last stretch of games by quite a bit. Yeah. You know, five and five in their last 10 is certainly not bad for the Reds. And it's a team that we've seen trending upwards. Um, I was very close to putting the Royals um last as they go two and four uh over the last seven days the reds were four and two um and yet they now have the same same record for worse in the mlb um certainly could make a change there uh next week uh if this if this holds um but i went reds at 30 royals 29 nationals 28 oakland 27 and pittsburgh at 26 um not rounding out much there rounding up my bottom five i've got the a's at 28 pirates at 27 and nationals at 26 um there was two big jumps within the group alone um i think that's really about it here nationals go from 29 to 26 and the royals fall from 27 to 30 for me other than that again there weren't a ton of movers and shakers we're getting to that point in the season where we're starting to really again Happy Memorial Day. We start to really feel like we understand what these teams are. Most of them. Yeah, you know, I would say that it's it's safe to say that um, there's not going to be as much dramatic movement in the power rankings um, over the next few weeks. No. Again, yeah, this this for a while now. Unless there's a team that gets really hot, you're talking about a couple here and there. But there's still plenty of trends to talk about. Brandon, you want to open up with your 25 through 21? Absolutely. We're going to go Tigers 25, Orioles 24, Cubs 23, Rockies 22, and the Mariners fall to 21 in my rankings. I had them at 18 last week, 15 the week before that. They keep slipping um, in my rankings as they go two and three uh, over the last seven days with a 2.8 ERA, but the the offense is just nowhere to be found. They really haven't been pitching that bad whatsoever, but this this offense just goes cold for, for stretches of, um, for, for what seems like long stretches of time, and that's really scary to me. So the Mariners, I now think, are a bottom 10 team in the league, which is absurd for a team that I had ranked. I feel like I had them in the top 10 at one point, or very close to the top 10. Um, so, yeah, I mean, LJ had well, them 10 week three. So just a team that's fallen off uh, in a big way. This is a team that was quite handily handing it to Houston earlier this year and then fall off the cliff. This is the third straight week for me to drop them as well as I have them in as my 21. I'll go through that in a minute, but yeah, this is a matter of, you know, this was supposed to be a playoff team. That's what we were expecting. That's what the people of Seattle were expecting. And they went out and improved 
on a roster that was almost a playoff team last year. And now you're looking at it and you're seeing, all right, all we're seeing is inconsistency. Why is that? And when is it going to change? Because if it doesn't change, they're going to get buried by some of these teams in the American league. But my, go ahead. No, all you. 25 through 21, the Tigers at 25, Rockies at 24, Cubs unanimous of 23, Orioles at 22, and the Mariners, of course, at 21. Brandon, we both switched the Rockies and the Orioles between our 21 and 24 spots. What was the difference there for you? Uh, You know, uh, Colorado has been uh, picking it up offensively uh in in, in but in in terms of how they they've been pitching um certainly not the best so i dropped them a spot i think they went three and four over the last seven days um and then as for the orioles who i also dropped a spot um you know there's still you know i try to base my my rankings on a lot um of on on future success um and you know, the Red Sox, certainly, it was a weird five-game series that they had to play there against Baltimore, but I liked um, a lot of, out of what I saw um, from, from Boston this weekend compared to Baltimore. Yeah, ultimately, again, mine came down to the current run of form. You know, you're talking about a five-and-five five stretch. The momentum coming into this week, not just this week alone, I think is important. And also those big wins against Boston – should go a long way towards them. There's certainly higher quality wins than anything that the Rockies got over that stretch. But my 20 through 16 will go with the Marlins, then the Rangers at 19, the Guardians at 18, the Braves at 17, and the Diamondbacks at 16. Diamondbacks really starting to fall back down to earth. Are we ready? When, when do we think we're going to be officially out on them they're officially no longer going to be in the picture is this a team that's going to make it to the all-star break lj set something on your calendar right now three weeks we're going to check in on the diamondbacks three week check in on diamondbacks did we have another oh brandon yesterday was supposed to be marcus simeon check-in Marcus Simeon check-in, LJ. I'm so glad you said that because Marcus Simeon hit a home run Marcus Simeon will not finish the year with zero home runs. LJ, the OPS plus at 55, you said it would be lower than 50. It was at 48. I took the over. Marcus Simeon, LJ, one home run, 17 RBIs. He is cooking now. (laughs) I can't believe this is the guy that was top five MVP voting that we are now celebrating a 50, uh, uh, 55 OPS plus. What a world we're living in. Not and, just top five, but top three in two out of three years. Unbelievable. Again, I don't want to judge a guy, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with a Rangers fan that says he literally just got the bag and dipped mentally. Well, and that's Partly on the Rangers for just dumping the gun and um, spending all their money before the lockout happened. When they had no idea what the the luxury tax threshold was going to be, what the penalties were going to be, any of that. They were just like, nah, 
Like, let's just go try to get the best middle infield in the league. Um, brute force. Yeah. It made no sense. It was, it's so frustrating to uh, see this. It ruined everyone's offseason. Genuinely. The Rangers. No one, no one could possibly be happy with that. And they but, ruined the next few years of their franchise so they ruined the next few years of their franchise which had a promising look to it still does but again if they're if they're going to keep pushing uh jack lighter on the fast track which clearly isn't working already like that's just kind of wild they're going a little too fast on this track in my opinion (laughs) but yeah i'm not um i'm not in on this rangers future right now especially with the money tied up here but then again he could he could easily turn it around a year from now that's kind of the marcus simeon type thing to do especially after we saw what he had in 2020 you're talking about a a below average weighted runs created plus 0.2 war on the season that that isn't indicative at all of what he had cooking in 2019 or 2021 but it's just also jarring to me to see an average defender out of him too after we really thought you know he was a fair he was a fair enough inconsistent but solid enough shortstop defensively and then when he made the move to second base you you thought all right this guy's gonna win a couple of gold gloves here and that's just not what we've seen so far to start the season absolutely well lj we were talking about the diamondbacks we were um, that's right we said I said three weeks from now, let's check in on them to see if they're still kind of hanging around this spot. But what what I ended up doing, I moved them down to number 20 in my rankings. I had them at 19 last week. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. They are certainly trending downwards as they uh, end the week. What were they? Two and four? Yeah, two and four with a... Um, 5.5 team ERA, uh, certainly not the best. I have them at 20, the Marlins at 19. Excuse my phone, keeps going off. Marlins 19, Rangers 18, Philly 17, and Guardians 16. So, Brandon, just a programming update. June 21st will be Diamondbacks check-in, followed by the 23rd, Martin Perez check-in. I don't particularly remember why we're... Oh, that's right. I was saying give him another four weeks and he'll have fallen apart. Um, As he leads the league in ERA right now, Martin Perez. Give him time. Give him time. This is this is exactly the thing he usually does. He just usually does it by like in like July, August. So you don't notice because his ERA had been so bad in the first couple of months. LJ um, leads the league in ERA, ERA plus, and is not allowed a home run yet this year. I would love to see, and that's that's not me saying like I hate the guy. I would love to see him succeed, Brandon. You know it. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's one of the he's a he's a guy that you bring in even if he couldn't pitch, you still bring him in a couple extra years because he's that type of clubhouse guy and really good, really good for the team, really good leader. And overall, that's part of why it's sad to see him out of Boston right now. But I, I'm just not I'm not buying into this if especially if we're talking about it as a Sion campaign. No, I, I I can agree with that. Um also I wanted to mention, even though we were just like crapping on the Rangers, I did move them up four spots um for this week because they went yeah, five good and, week. they went five and two um in their last seven games. Solid 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 run for them. But with that being said, are we 
we're on 15 right now, right? Yep. All right, I went with the Phillies here at 15, dropping once again after their big week against L.A. Um, Red Sox come up to 14, the Giants in 13. Blue Jays move all the way up to 12 after this last series against the Angels. And we've got the White Sox here at number 11. I'm going to take this opportunity to – yeah, go ahead to you, Brandon, actually. Sure. Um, White Sox at 15, Braves at 14, Red Sox at 13, Giants at 12, and Blue Jays at 11. Actually somewhat surprised to see I ranked the Red Sox higher than LJ, just by one spot. Um, I put Hasn't that Blue... been the way it's been for weeks now? No, I, I know, but I would think now that they're starting to actually like a pick it up. You would be a they little dropped two games to the Orioles, Brandon. Positive, yeah, out of five, you played a five-game series. Um, look, I, I moved Toronto to, or I didn't move Toronto. I, I I keep Toronto at eleven, even though they did go five and zero this week and beat a great Angels team. Um, might not make sense when I talk about the Angels in a couple of minutes, but um. I'm I'm starting to adopt kind of the LJ logic with Toronto, and it's that this team there's just times where it seems like they're so locked in and so focused, like we saw this weekend, where they go and sweep the Angels four games to zero in LA, and then there's other like weeks at a time it seems where the team is just not locked in and just not playing well, um, and for a team that's that talented, the inconsistency. Um, certainly cannot be like that. It was something that plagued the 2021 Yankees. And um, I feel like that this Toronto team could be a little bit of a victim of that. Um, I could certainly see that uh, in their future. As Jose Barrios has struggled a little bit. Um, and, you know, he and Jun Ryu, um, there's been a few guys that have struggled. But overall, um, Toronto's going to stay at 11 for now. Brandon, can we talk about the Braves real quick? That was what sure. I was going to jump back to, but then I saw that they were in your five group. What's going on here? Because, I mean, this is a team, it's, I believe they're out of both of our, no, they're in your playoff picture. They're just outside of mine by a couple spots at 17 right now. With that being said, their, perfor- their performance certainly hasn't proven they should be there, but the roster clearly says yes. What's, what's the issue here? LJ, I really don't know. Um, and they're coming off an okay stretch, um, honestly. They went 4-3 and three in their last seven, so since we last recorded a power rankings. And, you know, it's a team where the offense has really struggled. Um, Ronald Acuna, since coming back, sure, he's been, he's been good, but it's still been less than 100 plate appearances for him. Uh, Dansby Swanson starting to pick it up, but a guy like Marcelo Zuna, you could certainly get a lot more from, at least from the on-base percentage side of things. He's sitting around a 270 right now. Uh, Travis Darno, a guy who won the Silver Slugger at catcher in 2020, he's off to a bit of a rough start. Sure, not bad for a hitting catcher, but there's just a lot of things here. I mean, you look at their, their outfield depth. They just had to call up their... One of their top prospects, Michael Harris, um, to play center field. That's because you you get rid of Christian Pache this offseason, who was going to be a contributor 
to your team so you can bring in Matt Olson, um, who has been killing it. There's just a lot of different things that you could point to here. The starting rotation outside of Max Fried and Kyle Wright, who have both been outstanding this year, um, there really hasn't been a lot to like. I am out on Spencer Strider um, after last night's performance. I was not impressed with what I've seen um, out of him, at least the last few starts. LJ, mm. I just think that there's a lot of different places that you could go to um, here with the Braves. few guys in the starting rotation and a few bats in, specific, um, in, in particular. With that being said, that's nothing I'm going to panic over. Like, there's a lot, a lot of things I'm not going to panic over right now. First off, bullpens is great as always. If they go and make another playoff run, that's going to be the reason why once again. Because, again, you're talking about Kelly Jansen. Kelly Jansen has the second worst ERA out of anyone you're truly relying on in this bullpen right now. And that's because of just a couple freak weird incidents he's probably been one of the best if not a top definitely top three to five closer in the league this year in my opinion so that's certainly not an issue with this starting rotation you know charlie morton's got to pick it up i mean that that i think is the first place i'm going to go to point fingers is charlie morton and matt olson also needs to get his game back together but past that there's not a ton i'm going to really complain about because i see enough potential in the rotation to go other places. And I'm definitely going to uh, push back against you on the Spencer Strider commentary. Yeah. A couple, couple rough starts for a young guy, Brandon, this guy's 23. No, I know this, guy, this guy's had got a three, four five ERA with almost 14 strikeouts per nine innings pitched. Sure. 14 strikeouts per nine to four walks per nine innings. Um, I know, but again, there's the stuff's there. I, I think this guy's going to be a, at minimum, he can be a four or five yeah. for this team by the end of the year. He doesn't have to be a two. No one's asking him to be a two this year. He's going to be a two someday. When it comes down to it, this team's two bats away. I don't like, know if Spencer Strider's a starter, honestly. Really? Um, yeah, you know, he's only made that one start last night. I, I think he's better suited in like one, two inning rolls out of the bullpen. He's got some nasty stuff. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think I'm out on him as a starter. I think that his pitch arsenal is much better used at, uh, out of the bullpen, kind of, or even in like a Christian Javier type role, I guess. Um, I, my only complaint with that is, again, I'm, I'm willing to overlook the walks. I'm more willing to overlook the walks as a starter than I am as a reliever. Fair. Because fair. That, gets to, that gets in a lot more issues. You get in a lot more issues as a starter or, or as a reliever when you don't have control than you can as a starter because you're consistently starting your innings with the bases empty like you have a clean slate every time you go out there but past that back to my point you know this team's got to solve the center field issue and they need one more high quality bat i think because i mean you're talking about you've got william Contreras in DHing right now do you really want to be DHing your backup catcher? It's just a very, uh, it's it's a very precarious situation to be in. I'm just gonna say it right now. Um, so ultimately, I, I think yeah, again, two bats goes a long way, and they certainly have the they have the stuff, and they have an intelligent enough general manager. I mean, he proved that last year that he knows how to make these work. 
he's capable of going out and getting it with what this organization still has remaining. Realistically, I think probably Drew Waters and Tucker Davidson are probably out the door this year. I mean, especially if Michael Harris, you know, hasn't been a all that successful first nine plate appearances. I believe he's got, what, one hit? But ultimately, I'm not going to com- complain with that. But if he is successful, if he's able to, you know, make this work, be a good platoon, or at least be better than what you're getting out of Drew Waters, there's no reason to keep him around, keep chugging him out there in AAA time and time again. And if Tucker Davidson, this is a guy who's had multiple years opportunity still considered a prospect, but has had opportunities to get into this rotation. If he can't break through right now, somebody else is going to give him an opportunity somewhere. Ultimately, those are those are more MLB-ready pieces than a lot of teams have right now. All right. Well, LJ, you had the Braves at 14, or I had the Braves at 14. You put them at 17. Um, but let's move on into our top 10. LJ, who cracks uh, your 10 through 6? Going 10 through 6, we got the Angels here at 10. The Twins move up to 9. The Rays here at 8. The Cardinals 7. And then the Brewers at 6. Now, LJ, I gave my my reasoning for why I still have the Angels over the Blue Jays, despite the results from this weekend series. Um, Would you like to share share yours? Um, Again, it's First off, I don't entirely believe in the men- mental makeup of this team. That's that's a big, big starter for me. But also, it's a matter of where they came. I mean, you're talking about last week, the Angels came in at 8 for me. The Blue Jays came in at 16. You're not going to make a jump that big. You're not going to drop anyone that far and move anyone that far up. So ultimately, you've got a situation where, you know, the Angels certainly came down a, a good chunk and the Blue Jays moved up quite a bit. They're just, they weren't close enough, I think, on resume going into this to make me seriously consider that. I went with the Cardinals at 10, the Twins at 9. So the Cardinals move up two spots, Twins stay at 9, Angels at 8, they move down a spot for me, the Rays move up a spot to 7, and the Brewers drop from number 5 to number 6. Um, I'll start with, uh, I guess the Rays, because they played the Yankees this past weekend. Um, you know, playing in Tropicana Field's always very tough. Um, it's just a completely different ballpark than, than anything else that the MLB has to offer. The Rays, of course, so, um, good, you know, they, they treat every game like it is game seven of the World Series, it seems, um. And that's why they they do win so much. Um, it was a tough series overall. They split with the Yankees two two. Uh, of course, uh, the one thing that that you know about Tampa is they're gonna pitch phenomenally, and that's exactly what they did. They've got some really really nice arms out of the bullpen that I got to watch for the first time really this year because it was the first time the Yankees and Rays have played each other. Um, and I haven't caught very many other Rays games, but they're a real solid team. Um, I feel a lot more comfortable about my about uh, putting them in the top seven, especially because 
you can tell that 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 offense can have games where they're going to break out and have really, really good games. Um, It's just the inconsistency there. They certainly aren't as strong offensively as they were last year, but the the pitching is as, as good as it has ever been for them. Yeah, now another thing I wanted to bring up here before we get into the top five is the Brewers. We both have them at six. Uh, this is my second week, I believe, with them at six. It feels to me like they have the caliber to be a part of a big six. Like, I don't think there's much dividing one through five right now in terms of form. Like, any any group of them, it's going to be pretty even odds on a, on a seven-game series. Brewers don't feel like that right now. Is it just health that's keeping them apart from that? Because past that, I feel like they can play up to the caliber of the rest of these five teams. But, you know, you've got two of your top top hitters in Willie Adamas and Hunter Renfro are both on the IL right now. You're, you're without Freddie Peralta. You're without Brandon Woodruff. That's a lot of top quality players on the IL right now. Yeah. Uh, health is certainly an issue. Um, they've still you know, chugged along though, if that's what you want to call it. They've, they've still mm. won enough it's games great. to, to be um, one of these upper echelon teams. They had over the last seven days, they played eight games. They won six of them. Um, Josh Hader is still nail nails out of the bullpen. So is a Dev, Devin Williams. The Brewers, they sweep that double header in Chicago yesterday against the Cubs. Um, they are absolutely a really good team, and I felt bad having to kick them out of the top five. Um, but let me get into that, actually. Um, I went Padres at five, Astros four, Mets three, Yankees two, and Dodgers one. After LJ gives his top five, I'll go um, in-depth on um, these five teams. All right, I've got the Astros five, the Padres four, the Yankees three, the Dodgers two, and the Mets one. Brandon, do we want to start on the Yankees? Because, you know, they dropped, th- they dropped two spots for me. I really didn't want to drop them that far. Like, it feels mean to drop them that far. But we are talking about a team that's dropped two straight. We are talking about a team that's 5-5 five and five over their last 10. Those are very pedestrian numbers for this top five. Sure. Um, what I want to bring up, though, and I did put – the Yankees at two. I took them out of the number one spot. Um, what people don't realize is the Yankees had to play 23 games in 22 days, and the way they ended that was a four-game road trip to Tropicana Field. Um, sure, they had to split the four-game set. It did detract, or I'd say it did little to detract from the season that they're already having. Um, they're 19 and 10 against the AL East so far this year, much better than they were last year. They were 36 and 40. They're playing a lot better against these teams in the AL East, which you like to see. Um, and I would not uh, hit the brakes, panic, do any of that yet. This is still one of the strongest teams in the league, who is also going through major injury issues this weekend, playing some really weird lineups that. We're not even close to full strength. Um, moving from there, let's talk about the number one spot. 
we're back to the same argument we had week two. Brandon, Dodgers or Mets? What was your logic here? Uh, the Dodgers uh, had won 13 of their last 15. They've outscored opponents by 50 runs in that stretch. Um, they're on pace to break the run a differential record by a modern baseball team, which was plus 411, set by the 1939 Yankees. Um, they have an MLB best 15-5 and five record at home, I believe. Um, yeah, and it's one of the best, uh, most talented uh, teams we've seen on paper in the last 40 years. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident keeping the, the Dodgers at number one. This Mets team's good at baseball, Brandon. That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave it there. I mean, look. The I mean, Mets... four, four straight this week compared to a solid was solid week from the Dodgers. But we're really splitting hairs here at the top. No, you absolutely are. Um, I, I just think with the the Dodgers, when, when you're on pace to break the run differential record, uh, there's – Clearly, something going on there that is is, is good. Um, and but it's not about the run differential, Spider Man. It's about the Mets, baby. Hey, here we go. It's all about the Mets. Gotta love the Mets. Let's go, Mets. Well, let me touch on the Astros um, and the Padres, who I had four and five respectively. Uh, I guess first with the Astros, they won seven of their last eleven. Um, Framber Valdez had a complete game. Um, two hitter yesterday uh lj the astros pitchers 2.53 era in their last 11 games and jeremy pena getting hot once again uh a guy that i actually threw a little money on um to win the rookie of the year at his current odds um so hopefully he can come through uh there and then as for the padres um they they stumbled a little bit but um, in the last week, but they've still managed to keep pace with the Dodgers in the NL West. Um, the the Dodgers and the Yankees are tied for the best record in the league. They're still uh, pretty much a keeping pace. They have a pretty tough schedule. They're in the middle of a 10-game stretch where they have to play teams, all teams that are currently in a playoff spot, Cardinals, Brewers, and Mets. Um, and... They've done good beating the teams that they're supposed to. They're 24-11 and 11 against teams with losing records this year. You certainly like to see that, they, that they've been uh, taking care of, uh, I guess, it's a, yeah, uh, taking care of business. Yeah, I'm not, again, overly concerned. The only thing you're really complaining about is a loss at home to the Brewers. Is that really something to complain about for the Padres? No, not at all. You still have that nine-run win in San Francisco to start last week on Sunday. You know, this is just, this is a good baseball club. Well, I believe that's going to be it for today's show. I got the Dodgers one. LJ's got the Mets one. Uh, we'll be something, back. Something tells me the Mets will be one next week if history tells us anything else for Brandon. As we go back to week three, what if this? What if the number one slot just cycles through the same run? The whole now, season? LJ, I've got a question for you. Uh oh. Could you see 
any team other than the Dodgers, Yankees, or Mets being number one in in your rankings from now till the end of the season? Yeah, the Astros. Other than those four. Other than those four? Yeah. Oh, did you already add the Astros? My bad. No, no, no. Uh, I was just saying now. Like, okay, so if it's the Astros, uh, other than those four, then who? No one? Yeah. I don't no. know. I guess uh, my thing is I believe in this Brewers off. I really want to say the Brewers will be number one. They're probably my favorite team to watch right now in the National League. But I'm not sure that they can stay. their offense can stay hot enough for a long enough stretch for them to push up past this group. Cause really what you're asking for is you're asking them to, you know, I'm saying you're asking them to keep up with record, but they have, I don't know. I just, I guess they need to, they need a huge statement series for me to really get them into consideration. I'm not sure if they're hundred percent there offense wise to put them ahead of the rest of the group, but record wise, you know, we're talking about a team that's like a game back on all of these teams or up. They're up on the Astros at this point. All right. Well, yeah, that'll do it um, for today's show. Thank you for listening. Check us out Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at MLB Daily Pod. Um, and until then, um, we'll see you. Have a good one. See you manana. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.